Well, hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 739. Sunday, early afternoon, just taking a break after lunch to record this for you. And I wanted to talk about three things today. Um, first one being about uh, giving you a COVID update. So we had the biggest number in new cases reported in Victoria since the uh, pandemic really started here and we had 106 new cases in Victoria yesterday. I don't think the numbers come out until about two o'clock, it's uh, quarter to one at the moment, so we don't know what's coming out today. Now part of that is because of the increased amount of testing involved, but also because of the uh, amount of still that interaction between people in these hotspot suburbs. Now as far as I know, we still have zero cases in the shire where I live and in my suburb, which is damn good news, uh, but over the other side of town. So I want you to uh, imagine this, you've got the, the CBD, which I don't know whether you call that over in America, but you've got your CBD, Central Business District, so your city, Melbourne, in the centre, right? And then you've got the, you've got the north, you've got the, the east, west, and then you've got the uh, the south generally. So I'm in southeast of Melbourne. All of these hotspots are in kind of north northeast of Melbourne. They're the the big hotspots. Now we had yesterday when the premier came on and was talking about it. I I couldn't quote the time, but I think it was late afternoon when I caught a glimpse of it. And I thought, oh, I'll listen to what's what's going on. As I was watching his body language, the volume was down. I thought, oh, this looks serious. What's going on? When I was uh, listening to it and watching his face and his facial expressions and everything, I can see that he almost looks like a broken man. I mean, he must be so frustrated that the numbers keep growing and growing and growing. And so it's gotten so bad now, they've shut down two more postcodes or two more sub oh, was it suburbs or postcodes, two more postcodes. And they've also discovered that uh, the COVID has gotten into these housing commission houses, public housing. So I imagine these high-rise buildings, I think they, I don't know, I'm going to say 15, 20 storeys, something like that. And there's nine buildings now, all fairly close together in those same areas, like North Melbourne, I think it is, and Flemington, kind of around that area. And they've shut down all nine. So this is the first time they've done this. They've actually shut them down. No one's going in, no one's coming out. And so they've got police uh, at the bottom, they've got police on each floor, making sure that there's no interaction from you know, like one apartment to another, they have to stay inside. And all their food and services and everything are going to be brought to them. Now the other issue here is that these are some of the most vulnerable people that we have in our state. So. Uh, they're people with all kinds of different uh, issues and so forth, um, whether it's drug use, whether it's, um, you know, uh, hardly any income coming in. And so uh, I think there's like 500 extra police required for the shifts to monitor these nine um, housing commission, how, um, like big blocks, hundreds of people. And so they're going to go through and test every single person in those apartments today. 
and it's it's like a, a huge logistical nightmare and so they've had to shut down more because there's more cases that are emerging in these other uh, other suburbs so if you imagine that uh, in the north of melbourne you had kind of a spread of speckles here and there here here and there and now all of them are kind of joining up so it, it's becoming one sort of mass uh, COVID area in that part of Melbourne. And so all it takes is someone to step outside of there and come over to this side of town and the same thing can happen here because you just don't know. Like people may not be showing the symptoms or heaven forbid, there's somebody that deliberately does it and spreads it. So it's, uh, it's not looking good. It's not looking good at all. Um, the, the numbers every day of, are getting worse. So we, I think we had one day, we went from 75, then I think we went back to 66, and now it jumped up to 106 yesterday. Thankfully, as I said, still none that I'm aware of that are reported here. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's, it's not good. And then if you look at uh, worldwide, worldwide, every, every day the numbers are getting worse. I mean, we talk about 106 in the US, Yesterday, I think they were up to 55,000 cases. And we've just got 106 here, but 55,000. And, um, you know, it's spreading. It's such a, such a big rate. And then you've got countries like the UK where they were talking about their uh, winding back some of their restrictions, even though they've got thousands that are reported a day uh, because they want to open up the economy again. So... You can see it's a, it's a real struggle between what's the right thing to do here, trying to keep some balance, trying to live with this COVID, but obviously we can't all live off the government forever. The government will run out of money, so they have to open up the economy and allow people to work again at the same time. So I'm just hoping that whatever they're doing over that side of town doesn't spread further and that they can contain it and eliminate it and then we can start to, you know, get on with living. But it just changes so quickly. It's such a dangerous thing. Uh, so, yeah, so that's the COVID experience. Uh, we live on. Now, the other great thing, it's Sunday. And so Sunday is my one day of sleeping. And boy, did I catch up with my sleep today. Gee, I went to, I think I would have fallen asleep probably just after 10. I think I looked at the clock, it was 10.08 at one point, And uh, I then fell asleep. I did wake up at some point really hot and sweaty uh, at some point. So I moved over to the other side of the bed. And uh, I didn't end up getting, I woke up a couple of times and just sort of dozed in and out, you know what that's like. I didn't get out of bed until about 8.40. It was something like that. It's like, man, that's like an extra four hours sleep that I normally get, four hours. And uh, my coach, he says, you know, your body will thank you for it when you, know, when you uh, do get that extra sleep. And I think it was really thanking me this morning. Uh, because I've, I feel good. Actually, when I got out of bed, I actually felt a little bit dizzy and I thought, wow, it's almost nine o'clock. And then I thought, oh, well, I, normally by nine o'clock, I've had uh, at least two meals. And so then I was thinking, hang on a second, 
Today's a workout day, I do my intense cardio uh, day uh, today. And I thought, hang on, I've got to get eight meals in now between effectively 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. So uh, what's that? Nine hours. So I get eight, eight meals in in nine hours. Like, gosh, that is going to be tough going. Get out of bed and start, move, start eating and start moving. And I was, start, yeah, I was starting to feel a little bit lightheaded because I just hadn't had the food that I normally uh, do by, by this stage. Now, you know, they're reasonably big meals too. Uh, so I got a meal into me. I then decided that I would do my workout. So I've got uh, uh, my fourth meal in there now. So I've had five meals and it's quarter to one. And so I've got five hours left and I've got uh, three more meals to get in. So, um, yeah. Uh, but I enjoyed the sleep. I really did. It was so nice to just lay there and just doze off and having some bizarre dreams in between. Uh-huh, but it was really good. Now, Sunday... It's a Sunday, it's cold, it's wet here, uh, it's winter. I know over the other side of the world, if you're listening, lucky you, it's summer and you're enjoying the warmer weather. Uh, but it's cold and wet here, it's raining uh, on and off. Uh, so Sundays are the days where I look to set myself up for success for the rest of the week. Uh, so I've done my cooking. I'll probably cook another uh, meal actually later. I've got to cook up my chicken uh, for the week uh, later on today, but I've cooked some... Uh, some meals up, the freezer is full. I cooked a meal last night and made extra ones of that, so that was good. Uh, so that's in the freezer. Uh, but then best of all, I also like to plan the week ahead and think, okay, so what have I got on? So I think, okay, so the kids are still on school holidays. I want to make sure that I don't overcommit myself in terms of business stuff. Uh, so I can spend that time with the kids as well, but also making sure that I'm progressing like I'm serving my clients well, I'm moving things forward, uh, but probably not as much as if they were at school. Uh, so I make sure I plan that. So I'll plan uh, my like block time out in my calendar today for the week and look at what are the things that I want to be working on, what are my outcomes for the whole of, of next week. Um, so I'll block that out. And then also when I'm looking at that, I say, okay, well, um, this week, next weekend, the kids will be with their mum. So I pl- start to plan, what am I going to do next weekend in terms of work? Again, taking some time out for myself as well, so I don't get back to where I was a couple of weeks ago. I'm feeling so burnt out. And uh, I'll, I'll start to block that out too. So essentially what I'm doing is I'm going through, I use Google Calendar, and I'm going through Google Calendar and I'm blocking out all the time that I think that I need to achieve the outcomes that I want to achieve. And this is such an empowering exercise to do because you're making yourself in control of where you spend your time. So already my workouts are already scheduled in there um, and in good routine with my food and everything. So I know when I'm going to do that. I know the days that I go do my shopping and to you know, go to the butcher and the supermarket and that kind of stuff. Uh, I know I've got a, a really important coaching session with my coach JT this coming Friday, and that's at 4.30 a.m. in the morning because he's over in the States and I had to stick with the times that they had, which means I've got to get up around three, make sure that I'm fully prepared and everything and awake by 4.30 a.m. for my coaching call 
uh, with him. Um, so that'll be really good. So I've got to do a lot of planning this week for doing that. I've also got to make sure that I complete my, my professional education training. So I'm 50% uh, through a 15 CEC course. I've already done six, so I only need 20. So by the time I finish this one, actually is it 15 or 13? Maybe it's 13 and I'll need to do one more hour. I can't remember exactly. Uh, but I'm working my way through that. I'm 50% through it. And um, I hope to finish that over the next couple of days. Um, I just have it playing in the background. I've got a little quiz to do at the end. And uh, then that will be all taken care of for another, another two years, actually. And uh, I want to progress my, my marketing stuff. But the, the key thing for me this week, if I look at, okay, if I get to the end of next week, what of, uh, are the outcomes that I want to achieve? There's a couple of key ones. One, finish my full 20 hours of CEC training. Um, for no other reason than it's a requirement to keep my registration up to date with Fitness Australia. So um, get that done. To prepare really thoroughly for my coaching session on Friday to make sure that I maximise exactly what it is that I want to get out of that coaching call. And that's going to be uh, dealing with, so what's the strategy for my business over the next 12 months, which I'll then lead into uh, basically the next 10 years of where I want to be with my business in 10 years time. Uh, so I've been working really hard over the last 90, 95, 97 days to uh, change so many things in the business and get them all aligned that now I just need some help to say, okay, well, this is why you get a coach to help me say, oh, well, I've got all these things now. Now, how do I how do I do it more effectively than I am right now to help more people? Because I've got, I've got the book, I've got an online program, I've created two new coaching programs as well, which I can work with people anywhere in the world. One's a weekly program, one's a monthly program. Uh, we've got the online classes that we can do. We've got the, all the supplementation uh, through Isogenics products that we can provide as well. And it's had a, and we've got personal training, we've got uh, group classes, we can do them in person, we can do them anywhere in the world uh, for people. How do we bring that all together? And podcasts, so I've got this podcast that I'm doing, there's the Mental Toughness and Body Show as well. And, um, you know, how do you do, how do, how do you bring all those things together in the right way so that it doesn't look like you're, uh, you know, jumping all over the place? Um, so I've, I've brought them all together, put a hoop around them all to say, okay, well, all these, all these different services, they fit together. It's all around mindset. It's all around weight loss. It's all around improving your health, your body, your life, uh, your business, all of those things. It's all of that. But I just need to get some direction in talking to my coach about what's the best way for me to do this because he's the expert on this. And then it's tying in the social media and the messages to all of that as well so that is probably um, the single biggest one that i want to get out of next week and uh, obviously the cc one that i mentioned also connecting well with the kids because it's school holidays so uh, enjoying some time there and just continuing on my path with uh, my body my health and uh, probably one more is to connect with 
uh, the second posing coach that I've been working, well, I want to work with, um, is very unresponsive. It seems to be like a week or so between messages. Uh, so I asked if I could get together with him next weekend uh, to do some further posing. So um, they'd be the three big things that I want to achieve next week. So what that means is if I'm going to achieve those things, I need to schedule time in there to connect with those people. So, and to do those things. So to set aside the time to, to do my CSE training, prepare for uh, my coaching session. So I'll probably block out, I'll say 15 hours at least to prepare for that because I'll, I will need to maximize the time. So that's what I do with Sundays. You can do it too. Map out your week. And this is how I've started to move myself. I never used to do this before, never. But since I started doing it, that's when you start to change your focus, you change your energy, and that's when you get more done. And that's how you start to change your life. You have a great day wherever you are in the world. Stay safe. I'll see you tomorrow.